0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Chicago's Afternoon News. It's 320. I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. And on the phone is Congressman Mike Quigley. How are you today?
0: I'm good. Thank you both.
1: Tell us about the conversation that you had with President Zelensky.
0: Well, uh, we talked with President Zelensky uh, uh, in a Zoom call with Congress uh, a couple Saturdays ago. And then he spoke, as you know, to all members of Congress um, uh, remotely. So it's sort of once removed. Uh, and today we we got to meet in person, five members of the RADA, five women who came over uh, to talk about their personal experiences and what uh, Ukraine really needs right now. Congressman,
2: I'm sorry, uh, go ahead, Lisa. No,
1: I just wanted to know what you learned from that conversation. I'm sure they had some impassioned pleas for help.
0: You know, I came uh, from Chicago this week, probably took two hours to get here. Um, You know, they came across the ocean I uh, had to walk across the border, uh, fly from Warsaw, uh, but their stories are much more powerful. Uh, they let, they, all five members of the RADA who spoke to this uh, were women. Uh, they were mothers and all five of them left children behind in a war zone. Uh, one of them was telling us that she was getting an alert that her two-year-old child was uh, she was getting an alert that they were getting um, a missile attack. So it's hard not to be moved by uh, that which they described and their desires to, uh, you know, get Ukraine the security they need uh, and the weaponry they need from not just the U.S., but NATO.
2: Congressman, what do you make of the news today? Russia's saying it's fundamentally changing its plans, pulling back from Kiev and another city in the north. President Biden says he'll believe it when he sees it, but... It seems as if it's encouraging news.
0: You know, I would like to think that it is. I think it's more likely what the uh, the members of the RADA said as well. Uh, they agreed with President Biden that this is a smokescreen. Uh, their advance on Kyiv was stymied because of the extraordinary heroic efforts of the Ukrainians. So this is probably just a, a troop movement. Uh, we know that some of their... Military has moved to Belarus uh, to get, you know, sort of fixed up, rested, and and uh, resupplied. I suspect this is something similar to that, uh, and that what Putin and our, the Russians have done is use talks as a dip, you know diplomatic talks as a stalling effort or to show the world that they're attempting to do this, uh, but unfortunately, it's not meaningful.
2: So you don't think his final goal has been altered by this fighting or these talks
0: it is conceivable that uh you know this isn't what they want uh but uh, they may have to accept it uh again i i'd have to agree with the president i'll see it when i believe it Uh, i think they feel the need you know because they're they are stuck there and this gives them an excuse to uh pull back reposition their troops but uh you know clearly the attacks continue today throughout the whole country so you know if you were to believe them that you know what they'll settle for crimea and the and the states to the east uh you know first of all if if you're ukraine why would you accept that after you've just leveled many of much of most of their cities so unfortunately uh, you know i have to Uh, Assume that Putin hasn't changed since this time. If anything, he's probably darker and more angry and isolated and is probably uh, in this situation more dangerous than he was at the beginning.
1: Congressman Quigley, um, we just spoke with someone with a food bank in Elgin, and he was telling us that among the elderly and a small population of immigrants from Venezuela, that a lot of his people work in the entertainment industry, um, you know, restaurants, fitness, hospitality, and that they still haven't found work or they don't have consistent work. Therefore, they're there to get food to feed their families. And can you talk to us about the aid that you called for for small business?
0: Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, a lot of the public believes that as our communities have opened up and the economy continues to improve, that all the small businesses that were impacted by COVID uh, are okay, but they're not. Small businesses like gyms and restaurants, motor coaches, they racked up piles of debt during the time they were forced to be closed or operating in a very limited capacity for two years, and that debt hasn't magically disappeared. Uh, these restrictions listed. So uh, I'll give you just one example. The U.S. gym industry, one in four of their facilities have closed permanently. Uh, you can look, unfortunately, for more to close in the coming months, particularly if we don't do anything. So uh, there is uh, a restaurant revitalization fund, for example, but there's a COVID relief package that's in the Senate right now starting there that would, uh, you know, provide that opportunity. I would have liked to have seen it, and I called for it to be part of the omnibus spending packages. But, uh, you know, if we have to do it as a standalone bill, so be it. Congressman,
2: if we can move to politics a little bit, what has your polling for mayor shown you?
0: Um, You know, I've tried to make a a blanket uh, decision not to even discuss these things um because there's so much else going on in the world congressman i uh i'm not, I, uh, I I'm told, not the I... one making those calls so i'm i'm focused on uh, our economy uh local issues and obviously ukraine so until such time as i have more information i'm i'm stuck giving uh, inquisitive rightfully so people the same answer I'm just going to wait uh, until another time to talk about well, that.
2: Well, Congressman, I told the audience earlier I've known you for 30 years and you would
0: <laughs> I would be this the is guy. That's true. Yeah. That- this is true. I I I've known you since I was uh, a community activist working on the lights in Wrigley Field issue. Have all the respect in the world and uh, if, if if there's anyone who deserves answers right away, it, it's certainly you.
2: Well, oh, uh, what, that's awesome. if we can just go back, I know we're about out of time, but you did say you're waiting for someone else who's making those calls to give you information?
0: Well, look, the, the word got out last week that there was a, a poll taking place, and all I did in reacting to that was to say, uh, I'm I'm focused on other issues, and, and respectfully, I just have to leave it there, just because there's so much else to do locally, nationally, and internationally
1: not for you, but for anyone else, what makes the Chicago mayoral job so appealing?
0: You know, I think it's the notion of uh, how important our cities are uh, to living in this country, to the success of our country. Um, You know, Chicago is such an extraordinary city. It's so diverse. It's I came here when I was still in high school and got a job working at a a lodge um, for the Salvation Army, and I just fell in love with it. I lived here for the summer, and uh, I was working on issues that affect everyday citizens, and I said, why would I ever want to move away from here again? So it has extraordinary challenges but extraordinary opportunity fueled by a a great population. Uh, So look, there's a lot of challenges, but uh, we have all the resources we need, principally our population, to accomplish anything.
1: Thank you so much for joining us, Congressman. We appreciate having you on Chicago's Afternoon News.
0: Thank you. Take care now.